Welcome back to another episode of the show, folks. I am Boutros Boutros Golly. <laughs> and I am Don Staley. This is The Re. Thanks for coming back. It is, indeed. And thank you for being back here, winding down the year 2021. Here. Still really crazy to think about. <laughs> Wrapping it up already. I'm not mad it at really that. Be- I mean, me either, but it felt like 2020 part two, really. Yeah, I've kind of forgot that this was 2021, to be honest with you. It's kind of yeah, all it just still feels like pandemic time. Yeah. It's like, so, right. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's, that's gross, but accurate. So, yeah, mm-hmm. but, you know, here we are regardless. Holidays upon us. And, of course, as usual, we've got some Black excellence to deliver to you today. Starting with Dr. Jessica Watkins. Okay. Dr. Dr. Watkins is making history as the first black woman astronaut to join NASA's space station crew. So she got a degree from Stanford, as one does. Mm, Yeah. You know, just anybody can do. Her undergrad. And she got her doctorate (laughs) from the University of California, where she studied landslides on Mars and Earth, it says. I didn't even know what? Mars had landslides because I was I'm about to say dumb. that same thing. Landslides. <laughs> I'm like, wait, them niggas have land? What? I, but I guess that's what you I call whatever that is over there. I don't even know what it's made of. What else is going on up there? Who knows? <laughs> Shit. You Dr. can say Jessica anything Watkins right now. <laughs> right. It's not me. Not me. She's worked on several NASA science lab projects, um, including the Mars Curiosity rover mission. And she joined NASA's astronaut corps in 2017. So last year, she became one of 18 astronauts by NASA to be representing uh, the agency's Artemis program, which it says is a multi-billion dollar initiative to return humans to the moon's surface by 2025. Hmm. Apparently, this program is going to send... Uh, the first woman and the first melanated person to the moon ever. Of course, wow. NASA has been working hard to not only be patches <laughs> okay. on uh, designer coats and jeans, but also to be more diversified in its programs and in its initiatives. Amazing. Okay. And so on this apparent mission that will take six months, beginning in April... Dr. Watkins will serve as a mission specialist on SpaceX's next astronaut flight, Crew 4, it's apparently called, alongside two other NASA astronauts and an Italian uh, astronaut. Uh, Buongiorno, Mars Gravy. <laughs> and. Um, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, an amazing person that is uh, a- an inspiration to black people to black mm-hmm. women and to black girls. And I r- learned a lot by way of this um, article and because of them we can uh, like the fact that um, there have not been very many uh, black people period involved in <laughs> not you saying know, anything. I, not my, my mind is not blown by that. <laughs> I feel like I know that. <laughs> I saw hidden figures. <laughs> well, you know, there's that. There's that. <laughs> Um, I read here of the 249 people who have boarded the space station since uh, inception 20 years or so ago, only seven of them have been black. 
Okay, seven of them out of literally 250. Right. Um, one of them is a Navy commander and test pilot who joined in 2013, making history as the first black crew member in an extended duration mission at the station. And before that, the other six black astronauts were only visiting as part of space shuttle crews that were there for 12 days. Oh, I don't know the significance of that, but wow. How fucking Meaning, up. like, pull up, say hi, take a photo, look, we like black people, and then you go, basically, that's what it feels like. Oh, okay. Uh, so the rest of them are living there for, like, So now it's like, yeah, we're, like, literally in the, the mitts. We're going to space. We're going to okay. get pieces of moon rock or whatever. Wow. Um, they really okay. out there building Star Trek. They really out there doing Sickening. it. Okay. It is. But, of course, they've always done the black people dirty. The few mm. that they let even get that far in the first place, of Scissors. course, they have. So. Uh, man, I mean, and now space. Y'all finna colonize that too, ain't you? Y'all finna, y'all finna try. I mean, it's already done. <laughs> Ask Lil Uzi Vert. They're already purchasing planets and stars and galaxies. Okay, yeah, I forgot about Lil Uzi Vert and his... Has he closed on his planet yet? I haven't <laughs> heard. What happened? No, <laughs> I'm guessing no. Mm. I haven't seen him packing any bags yeah. to move yet either, so... But you see how you read off this young lady's credentials and training and education and everything? That's what it's supposed to take to go to space. You're not just supposed to be some rich asshole who is robbing like half the fucking planet in order to. And just wants to go for funsies. Like, just saying. So, Slam Space. Dr. Watkins, was it? Yes, Dr. Jessica Watkins. Yeah, shout out to Dr. Watkins and the, her brilliance. I don't even think I still fully understand what it is you've done or are about to do, but I'm proud. Very proud. What she's done is worked incredibly hard at all things astrological and space. I don't even think the astrology oh, yeah. is the right thing. Astronomical. Astronomical. And meteoro- meteoro- meteorologic- meteorological. Yep. And spaceological. <laughs> Correct. And, and that's what she does. She's clearly the queen of that. So go use this. I just said that she worked and went to school to learn the zodiac signs. Basically, you did. I think is what I, I mean, lied on. And you can do that, actually. I'm pretty sure there are. Well, I'm, no one expects me to know things. So, <laughs> but regardless. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without 
knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. All right, so let's jump into our pop culture segment, which is called Hot Tops. I want to fuck the very best like no one ever has. To catch nut is my real test to take it in my ass. And I will travel across the land, my asshole open wide. These niggas have to run them bands before they come inside. So come on. I don't know. I, I didn't write. I don't have anything else for it. Let me see. I'm, what can I come up with? So what do you mean on. anything else? Are you kidding? Are you kidding? Let me suck them balls. <laughs> I know it's my destiny. Oh. You can't bring your friend unless he got them in. So come on. I don't have, I'm finished. So you got the point. Hot talks. Every week. I don't know how you do this to me every week. I don't either. <laughs> I, really, I really don't. I really don't know I don't, how you do it. I don't it. either. I don't. I'm tired. You, you really outdo yourself. Oh, These thanks. get just, yeah, better and better. <laughs> That's the power of being a Beyonce stan. You just keep thinking of better ways to... Yeah, you better you better channel the queen and let her use you. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. So first up, um, we have a, a Billboard debut uh, for Bruno Mars and the Lisley Blethers. <laughs> they, <laughs> Bruno Mars and Rufus, premiered. <laughs> <laughs> Debuted at number two on the Billboard Chartums with their album An Evening with the Ohio Players from the Himalayas. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Um, So I haven't listened to uh, Ashy and Simpson yet, but have you... (laughs) you, I heard you said that you wanted to take a a gander at what they had to offer. Did you enjoy um yes first of all really cannot stand you first of all Mm. secondly i did listen to an evening with um silky sonic as Mm -hmm. kia calls it and 
Um, <clears throat> it's not a bad album. I would even say it is a good album. Mm. Um, but is it one that I necessarily will be replaying a whole lot? No, I don't think so. Not as of right now. And again, not because it's bad, but just because I'm not in a 70s, let me holler. Like, Boosie Collins is all over this album. Like, I'm not in a... <laughs> a pimp talking to young girls kind of <laughs> space in my life, I guess. Like I don't really right. resonate with a lot of it, but you know, it because is enjoyable music. The thing about SNL is that it's over on Sunday, you know? Okay. It yes. should be <laughs> right. Just and so when you're in the mood for it that night. Exactly. Evening, I feel like that evening. I mean, and they call it an evening with Silk, Silk Sonic. And so I definitely feel like, if I was in the mood for this type of ghetto shit, then yes. But I don't see that happening more than like once a month. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, that's, I mean, I'm still listening to that Lil Nas X album and India's project that she just put out and Work the pieces of Summer Walker's album that I saved. And because, <laughs> you know, I did not keep all of that. But the ones that I did. <laughs> what is your problem um, with a promise ring? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> is that the one with the city girls? <laughs> I can't, when I tell you, I could not fast forward through that shit quick enough. I said, oh my God, cut that off. What the uh, fuck is that? I and Adele, that of course. I've been listening to Adele, so. Um, I haven't listened yeah. to Adele yet. I haven't I've listened. Not I have been. not one song except Easy or Easy on Me or whatever the fuck it's called. You know what's weird is I kind of feel the same way about it as I do the Silk Sonic album. <laughs> like, it's very good. It's good. But I don't know that I'm connecting with Adele as much as I thought I would. And maybe because I'm not really in a place of, like, mm. loss as far as niggas are concerned. And I don't have a kid, so I don't feel, you know, guilty for choosing myself. But I do... You know, the parts about going to therapy and drinking wine and, you know, moving on and growing up into yourself that I fucks with. But a lot of it is not for me, even though it is like beautiful music. So, yeah. Well, um, they're right up underneath Taylor Swift, who apparently has music out. Um, now, that blew my mind. That really did. <laughs> Number one, I said, OK, the Swifties don't fuck around. I must have forgot. I'm, I'm just gonna forgot. move on. I'm not even gonna. She right, said she's gonna re-record it and get her fucking money and them hoes. Oh, she did an Ashanti. She did. She did an Ashanti. That's what that is. Well, I don't even think that's a new album. Like. I don't know which one it was. She re-recorded. No, this but, album. Yeah. It says it. I'm looking at it right here. It says Red Taylor's version. So, oh yeah. So, so what you just what said is. to me adds up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. The Taylor's version. I think she's doing it to all of her records. And so oh, I guess I this is just them being like. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's going to do it with all of them. So, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to her fans, though, because that is real fucking dedication. It Actually, is. you girls are welcome, because I believe I said not too long ago that I was so tired of all of these film reboots and things, and we could actually shift over to rebooting music. And um, here we are. Mm -hmm. So Yeah. Although, I can't be mad. Like, I would want my money, too. But I would not want to go out um, and a nigga. I'm not complaining. <laughs> so, I don't even want to hear this shit. I can't wait till Ashanti do it. it. Right. So. Right. <laughs> right. I'm not even going to play it, and I'm not mad at it, but. Yeah, looking forward to a lot of y'all doing this, actually, and being like, fuck these niggas. 
Let's talk about things that musicians shouldn't be doing. Like uh, Wyclef lifting the CEO of Land Rover on his head at a party. Did you hear about this? I did, and I chose to believe that the internet was bullshitting me, they and so I refused to investigate any nope. further. I just nope. knew y'all was full of shit, nope. and nope. I decided nope. to move on with nope. my day. Nope. Wow. Why is this real? So, uh, Jaguar Land Rover was having their Range Rover Leadership Summit at the Academy of Motion Pictures on the 15th of November. The Jaguar Land Rover North American event had speeches and product announcements, as well as special guests and entertainment provided by Haitian-American singer-songwriter Wyclef Jean. Oh, God. Now, one of my homeboys was actually at this event, which is the only reason I even knew that it took place, because what the fuck do I hear? And so... I saw uh, via his Instagram live um, Wyclef, you know, sweating and playing the drums and shit. And I was like, oh, Wyclef got booked for something that's not the Fuji store because he already, he knew, like, I knew, like, we knew that, you know, that was up in there. <laughs> right, right. So, you know, he said, let me go ahead. And, um, yeah, apparently he was playing all 300 instruments that he knows how to play. And at some point, decided to lift President Joe Eberhardt. Oh, no. Which, let me Google how old this man is because he looked just withered in the video that I watched. <laughs> He's probably 56. <laughs> well, you know what? Because <laughs> you know how they act. Oof. I mean, they can't just be like, fuck it, we're out. Presently can't seem to unveil his age on the internet. Oh, girl. Okay, honey. That's fine. You know what? I will go ahead and say what my sister said, and I'll give you a <laughs> solid 56, even though you look at least 80. At least. But anyway, at some point, this man made it onto the shoulders of Wyclef, who is like parading him around at this event like a fucking baby no at way. Coco Melon Live. Like they, like he has taken <laughs> this baby to go and see Dora on Ice, please. And like for whatever reason, Why? probably the open bar or whatever, these motherfuckers topple over, and Wyclef drops this old white man on his head. Oh my god, not on his head! It was the oh funniest thing I've ever seen. I'm not crying. That man's rich. Go buy another head, bitch. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, Wait, is he okay? is he okay did they have to take him to the er <laughs> jesus christ he was visibly shaken and <laughs> that is the biggest understatement of the fucking year. oh you not shit oh you not shit <laughs> yeah he was a bit upset and apparently <laughs> Apparently left early. Oh no! Um, after that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Just reading. So Wyclef, don't do left that no more. Early. Just play the play the things and sing this song, and uh, you know. Nah, you ain't shit. Nah, she you reminds ain't shit me of a West Side Story and all that. Um. Oh fuck. <laughs> that's not even Wyclef. Was it? 
Was it drugs? <laughs> was it alcohol? What was the reason? I need to know the motivation. I honestly think this 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 was giving me open bar. Maybe like okay. a pregame okay. situation. I don't know what White Club's team might be, but this absolutely gave me like endless champagne and strawberries. And this nigga <laughs> was just like, "Yes, white people still live for me work." Um, and dropped this white man direct. Are you watching the clip? I scream. I don't even feel bad. I don't. I don't know what I thought I was about to see. Look at his face. Like, look at it. There's a like. Everybody, pull it up. Everybody, just everyone, us all as a family, just watch it. Give you a second. But he, I mean, he's carrying this man around like you would a toddler. Like he. Got That's him what I'm there, saying. Like, That's what I'm saying. And everybody is laughing. Taking videos. Oh, I don't want to. Oh, I can't watch the fall. It's giving like Elsa just came out at the birthday party. And like. (laughs) 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 If you watch carefully, there's a moment in this white man's face where he realizes that it's going to it's going to end badly. It's going to end very poorly. And that's (laughs) my favorite part. Um, okay, I choose to believe everybody involved was intoxicated. Absolutely. Um, and you know what? Scarlet took a tumble. <laughs> She's fine. I think. Don't I don't, compare. <laughs> <laughs> don't compare Scarlet, the icon, the innovator, literal living legend, to these niggas. <laughs> this was just. Oh, it's unfortunate that that ended up on the internet. But goddamn, delicious. It was just as good as you described. Oh, I loved it. It was great. That was what a moment. You know, every now and then you get something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> every now and then the internet says, you know what? Here, here's something a piece for you. Of joy. <laughs> and yeah, they look fine. He got right up. I thought maybe his skull was correct. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure he's fine. And like I said, you know, plug some money in the, the You're hole rich, in your right? Skull. <laughs> Go to the doctor, get your brain scanned. I'm sure you're fine. Um,. So Tammy Roman was invited to be a guest on the reel. Um, don't know why, but she looks not. She looks really pretty, and um, she made some headlines because uh, she was asked about having another baby, having a surrogate. I think she was planning on um, having a child through surrogacy with her husband. Um, and when they brought it up on the reel, which I guess they're doing like, I don't know if it's COVID, but the clips I've seen from the reel recently, it's just been like Garcelle and one other person. Oh yeah. And it seems like they have too. like no audience either. So maybe it's like COVID shit. Yeah, which probably. Right. Um, Especially since old girl is pregnant. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's right. So I hate yeah, nobody playing game. Get out. Everybody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody get out. Get out, right. Um, so speaking of which, they, you know, when they brought it up, Tammy immediately <laughs> I forgot exactly what she said, but she shut it down. <laughs> like, I don't have time for it. Like, I'm I'm not doing that. Or she said something <laughs> like, um, we 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 put that on pause, something like that. Um, and she admitted that she uh, told her husband. Or that she is giving him the opportunity to uh, take a break from their uh, relationship and go out 
find someone uh, to have a baby with. To go out and find a woman that he can get pregnant and have a baby with. And then after he has his baby, they can get back together is what she says. And that's her suggestion. What? Yeah. So. The rest of us are trying to figure out how this would work. Okay. um, Right. Especially with niggas. Um, and right, because do you mean like a surrogate or do you mean like no, co-parenting as with somebody in else? Co-parenting, going out, finding the perfect, I, I don't even know what you would baby be looking mama. for. But yeah, <laughs> right. finding an ideal baby mama, getting her pregnant, having the baby and then being like, hey, this is Deidre. Um, I'm back. I, you know, and then uh, oh, she says she oh. would help raise the baby, but that okay, the other parents should be involved and that they would be, you know, like one big happy family. But Tammy is at the point now where she's like, let me tell you something. Zeus is on the line and huh? VH1 is on the line. I'm yeah. working with the girls, honey. And so what I'm she's not about BT to do show? <laughs> work. And so what I'm not about to do is raise no more babies. (laughs) I've done it. We're finished. Um, No shade. This gives me... um, There's a Golden Girls episode for this. But, (laughs) um, you know, another time. So... She claims that he doesn't want to do it. That he shot down the idea anyway. And he's like, you know... If God has mm-hmm. it, that I'm not supposed to be a father or I'm not supposed to have kids of my own. Because that's the thing. He doesn't have any children. He's an only child. Mm-hmm. And she wants to give him the chance to, like, continue his legacy. That's what I think. She's like, girl. Right. I really want niggas to. It's not fucking Westeros. Like, all you're going to do is pass on debt. <laughs> and, right. You can establish a legacy without having children. <laughs> You can you can just make your work your legacy or whatever you do with yourself while you're here and not, you know, dragging somebody innocent into it. But I get the sense. You want a little motherfucker that looks like you. You see the video. Leave it alone. I saw a video of my friend's baby that just turned one today. And this baby, chunky, like, ah. And all he was doing in the video was just rolling around on the couch. (laughs) <laughs> literally just like all he was doing yeah. was rolling around on the couch and it was like the joy that it was bringing mm-hmm. him in having the ability to move his body around like that yeah. was unmatched and I was like this is why you do it he's not doing <laughs> shit but rolling around and it's right. like he's discovering him and things like yeah. that and it's like at the same time this little nigga look just like you that's fine. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want any. I guess. I don't want any, but I get it. But they're cute, right? You know, from For a, a evolutionary standpoint, they have to be. Yeah. yeah. They have to be cute until they can feed themselves and then and talk <laughs> they back. go through an ugly phase, right? Because <laughs> at that point, technically, they don't need you as much. But anyway. But even when um, they don't, they're still cute. Did you see Kavi? Did you see Kavi? Oh, my God. I can't. I'll never get over attitude. her. <laughs> yes. What? I be tuned in for Kavi. Oh, my God. She sends me. Her mama was like, you know, holding out like a little pucker for a kiss. And she like. <laughs> Girl here, Ugh, go away. <laughs> <laughs> like she's, so... or what she told her to stop fake crying. 
oh yes she was like uh, don't do it we don't have time we don't <laughs> right don't do it she said it like twice <laughs> she literally said don't do it so that she could do her slide you cannot cry <laughs> gabby's like oh so you want me to fake it till i make it she was like yeah. whatever you need to do yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh gosh, she is so the kids funny. deserve she better is, than this fucking yeah. shithole. Anyways, right. so I mean that was a tangent, but I so then I understand it. If he doesn't want kids, then fine. But I understand the being like you. Who know, wants it's okay kids. with me? He just doesn't. Oh, he does want them by any means necessary or by some weird, oh. unconventional. I mean, I don't even know if it's that unconventional. Really, it's just. More like a deliberate way of doing a, a blended family. Mm-hmm. My only confusion is like, how come Tammy don't want to be part of this baby mama selection process? Like, that's, I would think that would be pretty important. Right. I feel like that's I mean, a decision if, we should make together. Right. You're literally talking about bringing in someone who's going to be a part of y'all's life now. Right. Right. For the rest like, of forever. This is your husband's child. Just like you got I kids. I guess he like, trusts this his is a judgment. Big thing. Uh no, you're gonna you gonna have to run your baby mama by me. Sorry, if we get the <laughs> if we get the option, no, nah, I'm gonna have to. This is a joint decision, but you know I respect Facetime that for, me. <laughs> for being open to it because some men would really want that. Like that would be a deal breaker for them, the mm. ability to to be a father. So. Yeah, and you have yeah, kids just, already too. You know what I mean? Like she already right. has two daughters. I think two. And so, and they grown. I yeah, see why she don't want to do it no they're more. They're probably too. about like, to have kids too, or if they don't already. So, like, yeah, I get it. I respect yeah. it. And also, when I watched this, I was like, with the more that we're sort of like learning about human human condition and our minds, and as we're sort of like progressing as people mm-hmm. and stuff, I think the more unconventional stuff like this we're gonna hear about, more stuff where people are just gonna right. be like, look. You know, because a few generations, decades ago, they would just suffer in silence and hate each other mm, or whatever. Yeah, and and true. cheat. You yeah, know? and cheat. Have whole other families that you didn't meet till the funeral. Right, until shit. the whole funeral, where everyone then fist fights. Yep. <laughs> so, like, so now we're, we're at a place. We're getting better. We're getting better. It's yeah. a slow crawl, but it's getting there. And yeah. it might feel awkward or strange, and it might not even work. But it's like now we're at a point where people just like, look. This is what I think might work for us or might work for me. I mean, and it don't have and to work more for power you, bitch. to them. Yeah. So. More people saying this is what works for us and we're not hurting nobody. So you can kiss my ass if you don't like it. Not mad. Well, because look, these niggas have not done some great job. It's not like we were born into this utopia of a society. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do what works for you. Shit. Fuck these niggas. Um,. Halle Berry is unfazed by the barbs after she <laughs> called Cardi B, the queen of hip hop, in promotion for the soundtrack for her new Netflix film, Bruised. If you haven't heard, this film where she plays a rough, hard, studlyish uh MMA fighting shit. I really don't know. I, I haven't seen anything about a trailer. Me either. Um but the soundtrack for the film has an all-female rap lineup. And her. I don't think her. Her's on it, Is too. Is rapping on it? Hmm. I don't know. I haven't listened that to it, all of it. Yeah, but yeah no, me either. Um, but the soundtrack is out. 
And yeah, I've heard only a few of the songs, but Cardi B opens. And I believe Cardi also helped uh, executive produce the soundtrack, mm-hmm. uh, which mm-hmm. is why there's, sense. you know, probably so many like legit <laughs> young, <laughs> right? You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's not just. Yeah, I was impressed Queen by the, um, the lineup, actually. Yeah. Or the, yeah, the track listing that I saw. I was like, now, wait a minute. I actually do need to make time to listen to that. So, yeah. But I'm not surprised that the Barb's heard that and decided to react. I'm not. I mean, she wasn't like saying this at, I don't know, Funk Flex's luncheon. Like, she's literally like in a fucking pantsuit, like a glittery fucking pantsuit in front of a plastic podium with Mike. Like she's on press for this film that she is like working as a producer on and doing all of this stuff for. And it's the first all female rap, whatever. So of course they're going around boasting it and all of that other shit. And they're blowing gas up all of these people's asses. Like that's the point of of press, honey, come the fuck. But of course y'all get bent out of shape over every little motherfucking thing. Anyways, she appeared on Jimmy, Kimmel's show to once again promote this film and the soundtrack whatever (laughs) he asked her about it and she basically said uh well he said you know are you going to beat up the barbs something to that effect she said no um and she said that she does still feel the way that she did about what she said and she said here's the thing there's room for more than one queen Nikki's a queen in her own right her is a queen all of these ladies to mere queens there can always be more than one. Duh. We've been said this. There isn't even one queen on the planet. Like actual queens. Like actual royalty. Right. Like li- people mm-hmm. that are literally. Like there isn't just one. Right. So you can just let people have their little fave moments in the moment. Especially considering like Cardi is also somebody that she certainly worked with or was associated with because of this movie. Like y'all could just have. Let that be the innocent just comment that it was. But you had movie. to. Make it into something. I saw somebody talking about how Halle Berry don't know nothing about hip hop. And I was like, no, <laughs> I'm not saying Halle Berry, you know, could have been the host of Rap City or something. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying Halle Berry is like the hip hop connoisseur of the world or anything. But ain't that woman been featured in like 60 different songs? Ain't her name all over? I want don't she? Didn't somebody just ask her a few months ago about which song that mentions her was her favorite? And she was like, they're all my babies. I love them all for different. Like, it's a little crazy to act like Halle Berry was out here pulling a Tamara or something. Like, you could you could slow down. Feel how you want to feel. But don't just pull shit out your ass. Now y'all sound crazy. And honestly. Kids. Kids. I'm not even going to get into it. A lot of y'all, first of all, can't even spell hip hop. Second of all, don't even really have any understanding of how it works. Like, or like you think that you know, but you have no idea. You have no idea. This and is you the don't know where that came from either. You haven't shit <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> you haven't Halle Berry fucked up. Like, everybody calm down. Go read something. Speaking of Nicki Minaj, apparently, um, Gorilla Glue Girl has a new song out. Tessica Brown released uh, her first ever single, My Hair, to streaming services over the weekend and apparently uh, told us intentionally that her team reached out to Nicki Minaj to be on the song and she was ignored promptly, swiftly, (laughs) um, and disrespectfully. (laughs) 
now I listened to a snippet of the song and I'm pretty, um, you know, I, I think that I'm like fair and I, I, I try to call things for what they are. I don't. You can just say it. You can just say it. It's fine for what it is. Which is like a random woman that did one of the dumbest things that you could possibly do, (laughs) trying to capitalize off of it by making a rap song that sounds like it was recorded into a bop it. Like it sounds like she used a Frigidaire ice maker to record this song. Yeah. Probably another reason Nicki Minaj would not be involved. It's not good. Uh, I don't even know why she chose to tell us that they sent it to Nikki because why would Nikki jump on this? Why? Like, I actually would have considered that a sign of disrespect. This is... (laughs) Like, not only you sent it, but you legitimately thought you deserved a response to this. Like, nah, who do you think I am? Like no, you can't even like, claim to be have been in conversation with this woman because right. no one <clears throat> spoke to you. She probably doesn't even oh, know man. that she was reached out to because the powers that be laughed. Why would it even reach her? Right. Anyway. So, I wanted it to be good. I really did. But this is probably yeah. like I think fun when she goes down to the local uh lesbian mm-hmm. 40-year-old pool hall. Yeah, where be festive. Um, you know, they've got barbecue and buffalo wings as well as tall mm-hmm. beers and stuff. Yeah. I feel like that's probably, you know, a fun thing where you, you would listen to that between like you know, before I let go and, I don't know, Kaya or something. Yeah, she might be able to play the clubs around New Orleans, <laughs> go up to Baton Rouge for the weekend, <laughs> do a couple shows. Mm. I wouldn't be mad at that. I would not be mad at that. But, you know, I mean, good for her. Get your money. White people find a way to make money off the dumbest shit all the time. So I'm not mad at this at all. Yeah, get money. But it. I'm not going to say that I liked it. If there's one thing that I have always been entertained in and will always be entertained in. It's random ratchet meme rap songs that sound like they were recorded into a rap brush. <laughs> that is you. It's pretty typical of your your personality, your likes, your interests, your passions. You. It also, is you. It's very lady bird of you. The Nicki Minaj portion of the Potomac reunion is out. Or coming soon. Oh. I just yeah, saw a clip of they, it. Yeah, they teased it. She came out at the very end mm-hmm. of last night's episode. And it was just like, instantly I'm distracted because I can see the outline of these gray contacts. But Ouch. she, um, you know, they just showed us a couple of clips of her. Uh, of course, all gorgeous. the girls first. All, yes. And all the girls were like gagging when she came out. Like, oh, because they didn't know standing ovation i don't think they knew if she was gonna we knew when that yeah right so Mm -hmm. or right maybe they were told that i don't know but i mean yeah it was like up in the air but maybe they didn't know we see yeah no we're gonna see i guess on this next episode where she like asked ashley about 
just needing a storyline and being up Giselle's ass for that and something about Robin. I don't know, child. I didn't watch this season of the show, so I don't know anything about it. And I haven't watched any of the reunion either, so I don't know anything about that. And yeah. I'll probably watch uh, Nikki's portion of it when it comes out just to watch Nicki Minaj host a Real Housewives reunion. I don't care that I will mm-hmm. be lost. I don't think that that matters. Um, but from what I've seen so far, it does look like it will be entertaining and possibly distract some people from the fact that her husband accused that woman of being a willing participant in her own rape. Um, what? I clearly missed something. So, what else do we have in the hot tops this week? Oh! Drizzy and Yay! Back, back, back again. Who? <laughs> Oh, Drake. I was like, who the fuck is Drizzy? I thought you were saying Drizzy. I was like, really? I wish I was saying Drizzy. Okay. Anyway. Oh, Drake. Yeah, he probably feeling real sick these days. I think he got tacked onto that Travis Scott lawsuit. Oh, yeah. Mama, Travis is being sued for $2 billion. Oh, listen. I saw a tweet that said, Stormy gonna have to go to public school. Okay. I hate (laughs) I, I hate you all. I, you disgust me as people. I'm sorry. That was funny. <laughs> oh, okay. All righty. So, uh, Aubrey had a little dinner um, at his home in Toronto. I'm sorry that I said that, guys, from Toronto. <laughs> you know what I just... Certain things, and I don't. You immediately felt regret for that. It was it, instantaneous. Was Your whole wrong. face was like, "What did I do?" It wasn't okay. Felt wrong as soon as you said it. Uh-huh. Yeah, shouldn't have done. Yep. They forgive you. I'm sure they do. So they were riding around the six with their woes. That's way worse. That's way worse. That's like <laughs> you dead set on offending these people. <laughs> They money smell like syrup. Don't do them like this. Oh, yeah, it does kind of, doesn't it? And that's just a cute little thing that they do. They've got great snacks, too. Maple scented money. Yeah, it's a fun place. Mm-hmm. It's I pretty mean, nice. racist, like, ra- racist like America, but fun. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's got white people, doesn't it? So. I mean, I challenge you to find <laughs> right. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, what happened in Canada? So uh, he had a dinner and um, Jay Prince was there. Founder of Rap a Lot and uh, constant uh, nigga um, mediator, nigga beef yes. mediator. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever rap beefs become uh, an infinity war, Jay Prince puts on the gauntlet and emerges from his fucking bubble bath or whatever rich shit he does and makes gotcha. peace. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> that actually explains a lot for me. Thank you. I this, although it was what I would say the most fucking junior high lunchroom ass, be- like this is this whole sh- shit was so fucking junior right. varsity football. Like, I, yeah, I'm exactly glad it's happened. over just so it could be over if it even is. Also, um, shout out to Kanye for um, allowing me to feel connected to this moment and the fact that he doesn't seem to have any eyebrows. 
So it felt kind of like I was watching Drag Race. I was kind of expecting for him to start like <sighs> baking in a setting powder or, or like wow. drawing and drawing in the brows like an arch. I can't understand you. <laughs> and then working on the maxi challenge, but for, unfortunately we didn't get to that part of the evening. But um, yeah, they had Dindin and then they hung out with Dave Chappelle and... And they no. were niggas and <laughs> they drank and took photographs and visual videos. And now they've got a joint benefit concert planned at LA's no. Coliseum on December 9th. It is a free Larry Hoover benefit concert. Larry Hoover being what? Um, a famed uh Chicago gangster and founder of uh Major Crime Family and legendary badass, one of the people that Rick Ross uh once felt like, along with um Big Meech, I believe. Wow. And he was with yes. Mark Hallelujah. Yeah. hmm I do know the name. I do. Yeah. Hey, why would we need to free Larry Hoover? For fun. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know anything about say, I really don't. So I can't even. But I really, I really thought that you were going to say a benefit for like needy people. Yeah, sickle like, cell anemia or something. I yeah. mean, literally anything, anything, <laughs> any charity. <laughs> but no. Okay. I think that Kanye um, is connected to his family. I feel like Larry Hoover's son or something appeared on his album is what I read. Of course, I didn't listen to it, so I don't know. But oh, that's yeah, probably where probably. that connection came from. And then also, you know, niggas and rap and gangster shit. So, uh, I mean. <laughs> but again, I don't know anything about his case. Maybe he's never done well, anything. Maybe he's um, guilty. I anything. would. I mean, ooh, uh, not I guilty. Would, I really don't think so. I mean, I'll, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the, uh, I'm pretty sure <laughs> the punishment, I won't say met the crime because I can't judge that man's life like that, but I don't think he was just somebody innocent who took the fall for the niggas who really did all this shit. Cause it's a lot of shit that this nigga was accused of having done. So I also did not listen to whatever album Larry Hoover Jr. is on. So all my my business on that. I just can't believe that like in a time where people are having real problems and are like actually broke and facing eviction and here come the holidays and it's a fucking pandemic still going on that these niggas thought a benefit for some 70 year old nigga who like was a murderer. Like this is what y'all thought was the best use of your time and energy. Really? Yeah, why not? No, niggas are so boring and and stupid. This is stupid. We didn't even really care. Who was even that invested in y'all arguing in the first place? Like, we didn't even really give a shit. Everyone who has them Yeezy shoes that look like the Magic Conch. I hate them. I hate them so much. Them Very. shoes look like... No. So Mm-mm. ugly. Like germs. It's like... They look like yes. bacteria. Yes, it's my imagination's version of like some clump of bacteria yeah. germ thing. And I just want to Clorox it. Every time I see them, I just want to spray something at them shoes. Like it looks like something to be wiped away. Like, like so the, the fact that y'all buy the, them and wear them. The helm of the <sighs> Titanic right now. And y'all done made ripoffs of them. Like you can get 
fake versions of shoes this ugly and it's just like what what part of the timeline is this like uh this is already not where i belong but y'all just could have taken all this energy and put it towards a real thing like a real cause that needed to be progressed or solved like niggas are just so frustrating because this is useless they're not letting larry hoover out they're not (laughs) with the power of drake and kanye west and combined Oh, is Kim gonna go to the White House and campaign for Larry Hoover? Come she got on, a better now. chance of getting a nigga out than they do. <laughs> like, do some like they're again real issues in the world. But okay, I don't really care about neither one of them niggas. To be completely honest, and the mm-hmm. more I talk about this, the more I realize that I never even listened to Certified Lover Boy. I did listen so, to that one. I forgot what it was called. <laughs> I think I'm just. I think I'm checked out on both of them. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Give me another nice for what, and maybe I'll care again. I just, you know, I don't dislike him, but eh. And this is super eh. Hmm. Fair enough. Um, Last but not least, the American Music Awards apparently happened. And uh, some people had some questions uh, for some of the categories, namely the R&B category, which apparently still stands for Rhythm and Blues. Bigger than they may have changed it at some point recently, but that's not the case. Um, let's talk winners. Favorite male R&B artist goes to The weekend, who was nominated alongside Chris Brown, Giveon, Tank, and Usher. Favorite <laughs> female R&B artist goes to Doja Cat, who was nominated alongside her, Jasmine Sullivan, SZA, <laughs> And Janae Aiko. Favorite R&B album also goes to Doja Cat. <laughs> nominated alongside Give Young. And Queen Aisha. So There's no way. Um, I want to say. <laughs> How? First of all, I'll say that the American Music Awards have been invited to suck my dick since 2009. Oh, yeah. And, and they know what they did. you don't know how or you don't know why, you can ask a friend who has they been along for They know what they did. They I'm not know. even going to rehash it. I've talked about that white woman already this episode, so we're not even going to do it again. But the <laughs> AMAs know what they did. They do. And they still need to apologize for their shit. They still need to uh, offer they and do. issue an apology. And, mm-hmm. and donate to the nonprofit of the estate's choice. That's what the fuck I say. I agree. Um, but either way, I have known for quite some time that the AMAs are uh, just white-ass tone-deaf garbage. And so this doesn't really come as a surprise to me, but some people were offended. Now, I don't want to shit on Doja Cat too hard here because I feel that she is talented. Yes, she's a strange bird. Yes, she showed feet in the chat, or whatever Nori said. (laughs) In the racial chat. (laughs) But she's very talented. She seems to work incredibly hard. I think that her music's nice. Uh, So great. But um, I think that she also, um, especially like her her albums, kind of lean more to an eclectic pop mm-hmm. mixture of things. Yes. It's not right. to say that she's never done anything R&B-esque. It's not to say that she's never made an R&B song. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but alongside fucking Jasmine Sullivan and SZA and Please. her and Janae. Please be serious. I'm just confused. I mean, and at her core, Doja is a rap artist. And that is just period. And that's fine. That is not up for debate. I already felt like the weekend was a stretch because I feel like that nigga is pretty squarely pop. But I was and you know something I've noticed. I've enjoyed I enjoy more of his music now that he's just leaning into being a pop star mm-hmm. and like just he's gotten out of the weird. I eat Oreos underneath my bed because I'm sad type <laughs> like. Okay. Something about whatever the tone of and production of the right. shit he's been doing lately for me, it just fits his voice better. But again, yes, alongside some of the people he's nominated with, I'm confused. It, it's right. just like I feel like the people who cho- who choose these things are like in the middle of you know Peloton class or Pilates, and then they go to fucking Something. Starbucks and like don't know anything about anything. Right, because either y'all don't know what these words mean, or yeah. this is just a put the assorted coloreds over their category. Because yeah. Yeah. even though I was going to try to let y'all make it with The weekend, putting Doja Cat in with actual vocalists, like R&B singers, people who put out R&B records, and that's all they do, because they're <laughs> R&B artists. Like, that's what they do. That's what because they do. that's who they are, right. And I get... Like, maybe y'all didn't want to waste the nomination by putting her in the rap category because you was going to give it to Cardi because Cardi was the host. But (laughs) this is so stupid and don't make no sense. They were like, we have to give her something, but we can't put her in the rap category because that one is Cardi's. I'm assuming Cardi won whatever female rap thing. Favorite hip hop song. There you go. So, (laughs) But she didn't even win hip hop artist. Megan did. And Doja's not even nominated for that. See, now, see, it's not making sense. So then what? Did y'all have to give that one to Megan? What, what, yeah. What's going on? I don't understand. But, like, why would Doja not be nominated for that, but would be nominated in fucking R&B? Okay, though, you know what? A lot of these award shows can kiss my ass. As I've gotten older, the, like, the... What's the word? The sort of, like, allure of these things mm-hmm. has gone away and you see it for oh, what yeah. it is. I hope that at the very least, like, young people still find this stuff really fun and they get invested and they're not just like, oh, yeah, no, all of this shit is whack. <laughs> like, I hope that they at least got what I felt like I got when I was a teen. Mm-hmm. You watched these award shows and it was, like, a moment and you went back to school and talked about the performances and stuff like that. Because award shows used to be fun. And I was just like, bitch, I don't give a fuck about this and all you hoes are liars. And all of this is politics. Right. Well, there is that. Plus, most of the music I don't listen to no more. Yeah. Especially when you right out get to it. these. Right. Right. But I think part of it is just I'm old, so it's entertaining, but I am not invested like I was, you know, 15 years best. ago. Right. <laughs> it's a good thing that I'm not like standing <laughs> during yeah. award shows all night anymore. But yeah, that's it's okay to just be like, you know, take... Take it for what it is, enjoy the good of it, and and move right on. Because I'm sure the kids still care a lot. To that I say, congratulations to all of these people. The AMAs can honestly kiss every black ass as far as I'm concerned. But uh, ladies, you did great. Your music's awesome. And you deserve Oh yeah, go girls. Go black so, girls. Shout out to y'all. Oh, and also um, uh Bruno Mars and the Five Sonics one favorite R and B song. So you got that one too. Oh. That's it for Hot Tops this week. We're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back and read your letters. Hey y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, Good things come to those who wait. 
But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. (laughs) Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here are feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts and now it's time for your listening letters yes it is send your letters to ask the read at gmail.com we may just read them aloud on the show hmm. <clears throat> where do we start where indeed i will start with Starting where we start. Mm-hmm. I just, okay. You know, I'm going to start with Kylie. Kylie says, <clears throat> no relation to Travis. Okay. <laughs> because this Kylie has a job. <laughs> and she says, I've been working for this company for almost five years now. And once the Black Lives Matter movement started, the company rolled out a diversity and inclusion survey that was mandatory for all employees to take. I thought the survey and training was some bullshit because it was an overarching training on all things diversity and inclusion and had nothing to do with the climate at the time or any specific way or, or any specification on the way black people are unfairly treated. When I brought this up to my Puerto Rican manager, she said, well, I'm a minority, too. And I thought the training was good and said that it's not supposed to be just about black people, but about everybody. Another manager stepped in because I was getting mad and about to cuss this bitch out and said that I have the right to be upset right now and that she stands by me. That was a while ago. So fast forward to now. I'm working directly under this other manager once again. And shit is hitting the fan because of how much I dislike this bitch. My job is telling me to let go of the grudges because it doesn't help anything or anyone around me. And I need to mend this relationship with her. And I feel like they have got to be fucking kidding me. Am I out of line by thinking how fucking dare you ask me to let go of this grudge? I've been working for this company for years and problematic shit like this presents itself and makes me rethink all my time I've put in here. You got me absolutely fucked up if you think I'm going to excuse what she said. I already don't fucking like her. So why would I show her any compassion? I got written up for cussing her out the other day. Am I overreacting? What would y'all do? 
Thanks, Kylie. I mean, here's the thing for me. Um, I don't know if you're overreacting, but at the end of the day, it's a job or it cannot be your job, you know? So, um, people know how you feel at this point. It sounds like you have other people who support how you feel or did at least up to a point, which is a lot more than a lot of motherfuckers who are working with racists can say. (sighs) Um, and I think that you're going to have to decide to, uh, I think you're going to have to make a decision on how much it is that you can take, how much you can put up with, um, and whether or not you are capable of, um, coexisting and working Mm -hmm. together in a capacity that, um, is, not going to cause you to lose your job or, you know, get scolded or pulled aside or whatever the fuck. So, um, while I empathize, understand, I get it when it comes to whatever the fuck she thought it was, she was talking about and having to get her together. Um, there are so many people in positions like this, who have to just kind of contest with the fact that you have to make money. And so you have to decide if this is something that you can put to the side and, you know, you know, work and and get the job done and hopefully maybe uh, lean on the people who do support you when times where she's really fucking pushing it and grinding your damn nerves. Or, is it something that you are not really going to be able to look past? You feel like you might punch her on her fucking nasal bridge at some point. And if that's the case, then come up with a plan to exit if you can. Um, mm-hmm. But you can't go to work every day prepared to cuss anybody out. That's just not. It helps nobody. I right. get it. But. <laughs> Fully understand. <laughs> Because how many times have I wanted to cuss out a coworker or a I mean, manager of some kind? So like, many times. Like, probably on a re- weekly basis. So, um, I I agree fully. Like, I think if, if this is going to piss you off so bad that you, like, can't help yourself from cussing this woman out or wanting to fight her, then you need to look for another job. Um, But I would say you probably just need to find a way to manage your big feelings about this in a way that doesn't put your job at risk. I think that would be easier than trying to find another job, especially if you have seniority here or you're making a certain amount of money, you have benefits you don't really want to give up or whatever else. Um, Yeah, I would say utilize your group chat more when she pisses you off. (laughs) Say something to your friends. Be like, I swear to God, if I could slap this bitch, if it was just one free day to slap a bitch, I would wake up at 12.01 a.m. and commence to smack in the shit out of her. And I would not stop until the clock struck midnight. Like you can let it out without directing it at her because that's going to turn into an issue for you. Like, right. That's if, you know, if you feel like this is not worth leaving your job for, which I think it isn't because you probably would have started looking for something else by now, if that was the case, like they are telling you, you need to let go of this grudge you have because it's not helping anything. So Nobody's saying you have to be up her ass and pretending to be her best friend, but you definitely can't just be snapping off and cussing this woman out because you don't like her. Like they've made that clear that they wrote you up. So 
I would say don't fuck around and lose your job over something when you could just find other ways to direct your anger. Um, and good luck to you, because I can only imagine how irritating that must be. But yeah, I mean, girl, is it worth all this, though? Is it worth like you don't want to be on when keeping it real goes wrong? I mean, there has to be. It's not <laughs> it's annoying, but it's not that bad. There would be countless forums of people for people yeah. who are working with someone who has tried it or who is racist or who is racially insensitive, whatever, because it's just so common. But mm-hmm. it's just not healthy. It's not helpful to constantly go in there with that energy on your back. It's not good for you or anybody surrounding. So, yeah, I agree. You got to figure out ways, outlets for that energy that can allow you to just get through work. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, best of luck to you though. Let us know how it goes. Our next letter comes from Pam who says, I broke up with my boyfriend after three years of dating because I was being wildly disrespected. And then I would start acting crazy. And then he would get mad at me for my reaction to his disrespect in the first place. So Mm -hmm. I finally cut it off. (laughs) I finally cut it off. We tried again a few weeks after I moved out to see if we could make it work since we weren't living together, but that was a fail. I need accountability in order for there to be forgiveness. Okay, work. I know I'm not over him because it's only been three months and I still want to cry when I think about how good we could have been versus how we ended up. Nevertheless, I decided to block him, which has been really helpful in the getting over it process. The problem now is that his female friend and I became cool while he and I were dating and she's been coming to town every other weekend See, and wanting to hang out. But the first time she came, I told her that Bay and I broke up. So I needed some space for a oh, while. And she was okay I. with it. You didn't have to say that. You could have just you didn't have to say that to us. <laughs> Bay and I, you could have literally that nigga. You could have called him anything <clears throat> else. Ugh. I'm sorry. Then she came <laughs> then she came again and I thought that I was in a place to hang out with her and not get in my feelings about him, but as soon as she left, I realized I would not be friends with her if it weren't for him and being around her keeps bringing up unwanted sentimental emotions. She's a nice girl or whatever, but we don't have a <laughs> lot in common. <laughs> and I would simply rather do other things or even just be alone than hang out with her, which brings me to my question. Is it valid to ghost friends that you met through an ex? I'm fully prepared to do it, but I can't decide if I should feel bad about it or if there's a better way to handle the situation. Thanks for your help. I've been listening for years. Peace, Pam. Casper. Um, (laughs) All of Ebenezer Scrooge's Don't do this. (laughs) Don't do this. When I'm telling you that you can get missing. I don't know why the fuck y'all make friends with the motherfuckers that with your your significant other's friends in the first place. Let me tell you what I will give to you. A dap. Okay? (laughs) That is what I will give to you when we bump heads, when we run into each other. I will dap you. I will, you know, get through whatever small talk. I will joke and laugh Mm -hmm. and kiki. We do not need to, like, at best, you have my contact Mm -hmm. information for emergencies, okay? (laughs) This nigga has fallen out somewhere or I'm, you know, uh, stuck on a railroad track. I don't know, whatever. Like, someone needs to contact this motherfucker because, you know, hell, 911, like, (laughs) 
Right. Other than that, for what? We don't need to brunch. We don't need to hang out. I don't need to talk to you. Oh, and also, like, you know, if you get to that stage in your relationship where you, like, surprise each other or, like, buy gifts. And it's like, oh, what? (laughs) Yeah. Like, hitting you up about your friend, what they like or whatever. And, like, you can do that through, like, Facebook or something. Bitch, leave me. I do not need to be your friend. And you don't need to be mine. That's why Mm. I have friends. And that's yeah. why he has friends. That's why you have, like, I have my, you have your. So if and when this sure. is over, it was so nice to meet you. Yeah. And you I wish you your day. all the best in the world. Yeah. See you around. Like, I don't. <laughs> I don't and let like, that be that. Yeah, I've learned my lesson. I don't know I why the fuck y'all want lesson. to be friends with these motherfuckers. Bitch, you better get some friends of your own. No, I, we won't be friends until you propose to my friend. That's when I will consider, you know, making you a permanent part of my life. When she decides Even to keep you around or the, he or they. <laughs> no, Even once we get it, once you get engaged. <laughs> no, don't do that. Once you get engaged. I will be warmer to you. I'll be kinder <laughs> to you. You know what I mean? I'll treat you as if you're not going anywhere. Even like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so, it depends on the friend. Some friends cycle through so many niggas, I don't even bother learning the names. Like, child, whoever you are. Who are you? Flavor yeah. of the month. And let me tell you something. <laughs> don't be mad at me, bitch. It's <laughs> <Right? laughs> not my motherfucking fault. I said be it gone. because you're the sixth of you this year. That's why I said it. <laughs> I'm not wrong. I'll be here next month. This nigga won't look to your left and your right. (laughs) Cause one of us not gonna be here next month. And bitch, it's not me. It's not gonna be me, so I don't know. (laughs) Wait, what do you want from me? (laughs) Right. So you know, but you know, I try not to hurt people's feelings. And this is why my friends just don't introduce me to their lovers. (laughs) (laughs) I don't I don't introduce the people I'm dating until it is like, oh man. Yeah, I try to not. <laughs> I have another go to go. I try to because I'm Sophia. It's just like Sophia walks into the room and everyone is like, <gasps> "Oh no!" Like we didn't know that he was gonna be here. <laughs> when Rose that? was dating, when Rose was dating um, a little person in the, I think it was season one. Oh, I remember. She this. was dating the, like the doctor who ended up being mm-hmm. a little person in. in they like had their whatever jokes with it and of course they talked to him and he's awesome he's like a regular guy or whatever and then Sophie came home and they didn't know she was gonna be <laughs> right and then, and then oh my god oh, came back into the room with this man and they were like oh my god Sophie and they all like freaked out cause they were like oh, cause they shit. knew what is right cause they thing? knew <laughs> And she didn't even say anything like rude. She was completely like, right. It was y'all being terrible, actually. But yeah. that's me. I, that's I, me I can see that. My friends can... and whoever yeah. they did. I oh, mean, God. we didn't even invite him. How did he get here? <laughs> no, you're <sighs> always it's invited. Like, it's, it's just, like, are you going to like... show up? Because wow. that is a different question. <laughs> wow, I was actually joking about the not invited part. <laughs> I said so, you're always invited. You just don't show up. Right. So true. for you to put me on blast true. like that is really unnecessary. <laughs> no, because you was putting it on us like we don't invite you. Like, no, 
that's not it. That part was a joke, bitch. Like I don't understand what you're not understanding. (laughs) (laughs) That was the bit, but you put me on blast. Anyway, Anyway, I would say. I mean, Um, maybe don't ghost. Being ghosting someone, regardless, is not. It's not nice. I don't think that there's anything wrong with saying to this person, like, look, I'm not with this person anymore. I don't have any plans on being with this person anymore. But us hanging out for me is hard because these are my feelings. I hope you can respect that. If they can't, that's their motherfucking fault. That's their own motherfucking problem. And it's kind of weird. And I think it still permits you to do whatever the fuck you want to do. So I... I say, you know, if you guys, <laughs> you kind of started this like, oh, you know, we became friends. But then you were also like, I don't really care about this bitch. We don't really have that much in common. Like, <laughs> so it's like, I'm not really sure how necessary it feels to say something to her at all. But um, yeah. it sounds like if you actually really were uh, cool, that this person should understand and respect that. Um, and allow you to go on about your business and move on with your life. But if yes. not, then tough. <laughs> like, right. Tough kitty paws because <laughs> you are um, more than allowed to keep your peace. I agree that she should understand. And that even if you send the text, like, just like he said it, that's fine. Um, just because I think adults should send a text. It doesn't mean that you have to respond if she decides to respond it doesn't mean you ever have to answer the phone you could actually send the text and then block her number if you really wanted to if you felt that strongly about it or block her on social or whatever else and no you don't have to send it but i would just so she knows like actually i can't be around nobody that reminds me of that nigga because my feelings are real delicate and so you know hope you get it and ttyl and (laughs) <laughs> and let that be that you know i don't know what if the kids are actually saying that to each other T-T-Y-N. whatever whatever you gotta do to, Talk to you uh, protect your peace <laughs> <laughs> whatever you gotta do to protect your peace i say do that shit all right um that's gonna wrap up the letters this week send yours to ask the read at gmail.com we're gonna take another quick break and be right back Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8-0. Go get some help. 
talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Alrighty, guys. That's it. It's time for the read. It is. Do you want me to go first? Or Yes, indeed. Okay. Well, I'm going to pass my read this week. Oh, look at that. Pass the read like we used to. Yes, I know. Festive. We've got a theme going on here, but um, I fell in love with this email from Jay Lore, who says, yes, it's like Taylor with a J. My mama thought she was doing something. And it reads, my name is Jaylor and I'm a gay black male collegiate athlete who is done with all the bullshit the straights have put me and my fellow gay the male athletes. Her name is Jaylor. <laughs> me being gay does not automatically make me make me weaker than you. You toad face crisscross teeth ass fuck face. Ass Wait a nigga. minute. Wouldn't it be Jaylor? <laughs> Isn't that what I said? Jaylor? They said J Lore, like J Lo with O R. Oh, <laughs> my bad, Jailer. J Lore, J Lore. I feel like it's the same thing, but okay. Back to J Lore. <clears throat> my sexuality has nothing to do with my ability to compete at an elite level, as evidenced by the fact that I am the one receiving full scholarship, while you, Davion, are the walk on that had to beg the coach to let you on the team. Work. So I suggest you pipe the fuck down and worry about figuring out how the fuck your stupid ass is going to find the money to pay for school, since you probably couldn't spell it if you saw it twice in a sentence and you for damn sure can't fucking count. So I don't know what the fuck your literate ass is going to do. Get the narrative that gay men are weaker and less athletic than their straight counterparts is rooted in misogyny and a hatred of femininity and is antiquated as all fuck. Although you straight niggas can't see past your wildly misplaced ego, just because I am gay does not mean that I want your dusty, sharp, toenailed ass. So so, so tired of niggas like you, Davion, acting like just because you simply exist in my presence that I want your dick to high-five the back of my throat like the Wayans Brothers intro. So Nigga, I wouldn't let you fuck me with Jonathan Major's dick attached to a 25-foot pole, you Shrek-looking, ogre-faced, ashy-ass bitch. Who the fuck do you think you are? And then for you to turn around and complain to the coach that I make you uncomfortable because you seem to think that I'm worried about your looking at your little-ass dick and butt as we work out at track practice, I'm going to kick you in your fucking solar plexus, nigga. What's really tea and the reason why straight male athletes be getting so uncomfortable around gay male athletes is because they're afraid that the gay athletes will oogle and stare at their bodies the same way they do women. Y'all ain't fucking slick. Yep. This shit here is why gay athletes aren't out or visible in the media, and it's a fucking vicious cycle that you straight bitches keep pe- keep perpetuating. Y'all yes. wonder why you don't see gay athletes, but you do everything in your power to make the lives of athletes who have the courage to come out a living, breathing hell. If you straight niggas who idolize these NBA and NFL players knew just how many of them was grabbing their ankles, doing the bending, or trying to be the next well, best cop since Raheem Shabazz, y'all would be fucking sick to y'all. Well, can't stand you niggas leave gay male athletes the fuck alone and stop acting like our sexuality has anything to do with our ability to compete or perform at a high level it's a stupid and unfounded ass belief that y'all work ceaselessly to uphold you hammerhead shark looking ass straight niggas need to shut the fuck up and let gay athletes play their fucking sports the world record holder in the men's 110 meter hurdles is a gay black man Aries Merritt so put some fucking respect on us and close that big ass mouth to cover up them candy corn 
colored ass teeth and that white ass tongue, Davion. Why come your mouth still celebrating Halloween, nigga? You a musty, dusty, crusty ass bitch. And if you feel so strongly about it, come time for practice on Wednesday. We can most certainly fight about it, ho. I'll show you exactly what the fuck it's like to get curb stopped by a faggot. I truly can't stand you straight niggas. Go directly to hell, Isaiah. Whew. That's it. Isaiah said what needed to be said. (laughs) And he made it plain come Wednesday. Davion, if you got smoke for Jailer, he got some right back for you. Fuck around and find out if you want. I believe that what Jailer's saying is that if it is up, it is also stuck. (laughs) Um, so bring it. Gotta be. Amen. Preach. Beautiful. Preach. I don't know why I'm other like honestly, y'all forget that gay men are still men. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't sexuality doesn't have anything to do with recreational interests. Um, it has nothing to do with your biological makeup. Um, it has nothing to do with your ability ability in athletics. <laughs> or fitness right or anything like that and also even those of us who are not you know super athletes or you know olympic or whatever have just mm-hmm. had to spend so much time fighting that honestly we want for one of y'all to run up because right. if there's an anything <laughs> that i want we you to try do, it <laughs> it is drag your motherfucking ass from Correct. a to z so Correct. <laughs> What do you want to do with your time today, hon? And also, I love that um, Jailer Jailer let you know that, bitch, ain't nobody looking at you or that scrote, (laughs) bitch. (laughs) Not that scrote. Okay. Now, yes, there are. There are many of us that are lost up in the, you know, straight boy fantasy, the and the mm-hmm. DL locker room I'm sure. braided raw scene only fans team. But mm. there are so much fucking dick out here that just wants ass made like gay yep. sex. Mm-hmm. There are so many butt cheeks out here that are looking for love on grinder. Yep. They are. They out there. Ain't nobody stunned you, bitch. Mm, especially now but when you're so conditioned. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> that was crazy. Ooh, that was brutal. Heller. <laughs> that was one of my yeah. favorites. Thank you, Jayla, for that email. Okay. Um, I will uh ha- I have two things. Firstly, I wanted to mention uh, the killing of rapper Young Dolph, who uh, is from Memphis, who he was gunned down in his hometown uh, this past week. And I mean, as someone who is a fan of like rap shit and you know nigginess and hip-hop music and i Mm -hmm. love drill even and shit like that you are i feel um it feels weird to be like oh what are we doing and all this stuff and i like this stuff but it's like it's art 
like music. <laughs> I don't know that I would just call every rapper an artiste particularly, mm-hmm. but rap music is an it's an art form. And so I don't think that I need to feel too conflicted and just being like, what the fuck? Like, I don't understand where it come on now. What are we doing? Right. This person didn't, didn't even apparently have any reason to think that they would be targeted uh, in a shooting for any reason. He literally was just at his favorite <sighs> cookie place going to support a local business had plans to do, you know, uh, like drives, community stuff for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and stuff in his hometown. Now dead because I guess mm-hmm. some niggas decided to pull up and just shoot him for what? I'm still not sure. So Ooh. I just I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what we're doing, but I would really I, I we need to do better. Come on, folks. Like, there are way too many young black people who are finding successes and changing the lives of the people closest to them and stuff like that. And then just they go back home or they go do whatever. And then, boop, they're gone because of nothing. And it's ridiculous. Um, So don't know what needs to be done right now. I haven't done too much uh, meditating on what it all means, but I hope we can start to do better because it's kind of, this kind of shit is ridiculous and it should stop. That said, yeah. I'm also going to pass a read this week and I am passing my read. I feel like I can say your name, but I'm not gonna, I'm going to call you Dee Dee. Mm-hmm. Close enough. <laughs> um, and Dee Dee's, uh, subject line says pregnant and pissed. So, you know, I clicked. It says, this read is to my genius math-infused neighbor that thought it was a good idea to be a mechanic at 1.31 in the damn morning. Here I am finally thinking I'm going to get some sleep after being sick every day for my entire first trimester. But you had a terror on, you had terror on your mind, didn't you? You thought it was smart to jump a battery in a 1990 Land Rover by using an ice cream truck from 1980 goddamn free. (laughs) Sounding like the entire NASCAR outside of my window. That shit is unbelievably loud. I'm already on my wedge pillow for my acid reflux and a heating pad on my back for a muscle I pulled trying to put on a fucking bra. But here you go deciding to wake me up at 1.31. Even if it was an emergency, which I know it's not since this car has been parked for months, you had to have unnecessary laughter and conversation in between car revving sounds. Plus, I have to pee. But if I get up, I'll be up, up. I want you to understand, like, let me sidebar. The timestamp is 4.20 a.m. So, Mama literally (laughs) is sending this as it's happening. She said, you know what? (laughs) I'm going to do it now while I'm thinking about it. Like, she had to let this out. I have to pee, but if I get up, I'll be up, up. I had to work at 6 a.m. and now it's 3. I was going to try and sleep for a second because you just got the car to start. But instead of shutting the fuck up now, you have slammed 17 car doors on a four-door car. I just want you to know that I hate you. I hope the city does their job and finds you so much that you have to move. I hope that dog that keeps running finally gets away and finds a better family. 
I hope the next time you color your hair, you get permanent eye damage. I didn't even know that could happen. Fuck you. Sorry for grammar. Pregnancy brain is real. Oh, sorry for my grammar. Pregnancy brain is real. I mean, you're right. Grammar was mostly fine. Um, she said, FYI, I live where George Floyd was killed. So police take their time for serious crimes. There's no way they would come for a wow. noise complaint. Thank I you. Even, I wasn't D. even going to suggest you call him, girl. <laughs> I wasn't even going to suggest you call them. I feel for you. That's all yeah, I can I say either. about that. Well, because loud neighbors, when you are just trying to sleep because you have to be at work in three hours. Oh, my God. The absolute <gasps> worst. What are you doing? What are you doing? It's the drugs. What she said, did she say he was on meth? Because, yeah, it sounds like meth. Why would you do this in the middle of the fucking night? Who it's the 3 fuck <laughs> do you think you are? <laughs> With an ice cream truck, my nigga. <laughs> My nigga, we are asleep. Oh, no. Are you fucking I'm so stupid? I'm so sorry. Who does that? Mm-mm. Is she pregnant too? Oh, no. Who the fuck are you friends at? Fred Sanford and son? I don't... I'm over here trying to grow somebody's toenails and y'all won't let me rest. <laughs> Like, I'm over here making a whole nother nigga, and I just need to rest. Can I just baste this fucking Ooh. bitch? <laughs> can, I, can, can I just season this nigga, please, in peace, in heavenly peace? Oh, because it's what you deserve. It Who the fuck do you deserve. think you are? What are you doing? It has to be math. <sighs> Who the fuck is laughing and revving up a fucking 1990 Land Rover at 1.30 in the fucking morning until 3 a.m. And then slamming doors? Hell no. Yeah, I wouldn't have confronted him either because that bitch is clearly a serial killer. Right. And God only knows what he would have done. So you were, (laughs) it's probably safest for you to just pick up your phone and send us a very angry email, girl. Mm, I really empathize because the way I would have an attitude and I ain't never even been pregnant. I just can't even. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Y'all be on a whole nother where, level of tired. She's the first trimester too. Oh yeah. So they really beating your ass. That baby really beating your ass. Ooh, uh-uh. Ooh. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I pray for you, sis. The way that I would be lining up a fucking scope yeah, you're going, to, you're going to hell or jail. Hell or rifle. jail. <laughs> Pick one. Because <laughs> I am not going to be able to tolerate this. Like, uh, I'm going now. full on Oren Ishii cat suit sniper rifle. Mm. First, I'm blasting out the tires. And then I'm oh, going for your two front teeth. Because you don't seem to understand, bitch. <laughs> That I am over here <laughs> with tender breasts, right? A sore back, mm-hmm. constant sickness. Oh yeah, vomiting every day. And that's the tip of the fucking pregnancy iceberg. It only gets Ooh. weirder from there. Ciao. I'm not gonna dedicate another fucking hour to how weird and strenuous. My homegirl that just had her baby, she just had a baby girl like a couple weeks ago. And she posted on her IG, hey Nina, she posted on her IG like maybe last week, (laughs) like postpartum. 
It was like a little mm. caption on her IG story about, you know, the postpartum experience and talks about just from having to ice the breasts mm. to like, mm. like the, the, fizz, like she went down all of the, I wish I should have screenshot it. She went down <laughs> all of the, like the physical shit that was going on stitches getting caught in stuff and and almost ripping like from the c-section like the titties hurting the back hurting the head hurting still vomit sometimes like Mm -hmm. like all of these weird symptoms like you already brought the nigga in the world what else does your body want from you what what else what else do you what what yeah, you're still in pain you still hurt stories yep like what ridiculous and then and then like after going through all of that and then she's like this isn't even i didn't even get into like the mental side of it or whatever like oh, all of the yeah. emotional tolls that postpartum takes on you and stuff like that and then she's like but it's all worth it when you look at those beautiful brown eyes and they oh, recognize wow. you as their mommy mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. And I'm like, is it, Nina? Is it? <laughs> is it? Because I'm sure this beautiful this baby is great and it's beautiful and awesome and mm-hmm. she's going to be the fucking president. But, like, let's talk about all of the fucking terror yeah. <laughs> that your body is going through right now. Who do we yeah. kill? <laughs> Who can it's I rob for you? All them hormones got Who can I love. rob for you? Because <laughs> this is egregious. You shouldn't have to go through all this. It's like, yeah. Um, and this is like a constant normal mother thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, I woke up today and one of my eyes was missing. And not sure where it would have gone. <laughs> but with the one eye that I have left, this baby is a gift. And it's just like, oh, well, I'll find the eye (laughs) when I find it, I guess. Oh, yeah. I've had more than one homegirl be like, yeah, they sent me home with some extra, extra, extra large pads and I'm bleeding like I never have before. And I haven't put on a bra in weeks (laughs) and (laughs) I don't sleep. And this is the happiest I've ever been in my life. And I'm like, bitch. I had to wake up at 10, 15 and had an attitude. So (laughs) one of the things I just remember, one of the things she put on there was like, (laughs) haven't brushed or touched my hair in weeks because A, sore and B, for what? (laughs) Like, like, what's even the point? For what? Yes. That's why so many of the girls get braids or twists or something because they not finna touch their hair for, I don't have time for that. I'm literally feeding a baby. And my body is trying to adjust to the fact that we just brought a new nigga into the world. Like, I'll never be the same. I'll never be the same. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. I just, uh, I tip my hat. There's the time where, where women were just drop dead. Yeah. I mean, it I still mean, happens, obviously, still, unfortunately. Right. <laughs> Sad to say. But like, but yeah. like. Used to be a lot more common because that is just such a crazy process to go through. How dare anybody anybody tell anybody (laughs) that can carry gestate and birth babies Mm -mm. what they should do with their niggas i'm done yes i'm getting mad (sighs) okay well that will wrap up (laughs) because i just know as soon as i start talking you're gonna be like and another thing yep (laughs) 
I could do it right now. I'm holding back. That's going to wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Make sure you check us out at thisisthereed.com and follow us on social media yep. at This Is The Read. You can find our merch at shoptheread.com. Any other news for you, friend, before we head out of here? I have a game suggestion for my oh, gaming okay. friends. Oh, okay. me. I finally turned Animal Crossing back on. Oh, yeah. I've got. I've They've done too. a lot of updates. A lot. <laughs> I'm into it again. So I've got two quick gaming suggestions. One of them is called Unpacking. Unpacking <gasps> is. Are uh, you kidding? Are you playing Unpacking? No, but Mad Raz literally told me about it earlier, and I was like, "Are you serious?" And he was like, "It's amazing." And I was just like, "If you like it, Matt, but I can't believe you playing it too." Wow. I'm almost done. It's really good. And all wow. you do is unpack. <laughs> like, That's what he said. <laughs> it's like. All Explain you're doing to the people this game because it's crazy. <laughs> you're going through an unseen, unheard character's life from uh, somewhere in the 90s, I think, up until I think sometime today. And it's just different homes that they move into. And all you have to do is just unpack unpack their boxes and put everything away in like proper places. And you have some things that are have to go in a specific room. Some things might mm-hmm. have to go in a specific place. But for the most part, you're kind of left to just put things where you want to put them. Um, and yeah, once you're done with each place, it gives you a little quick like sped up view of everything. And it's really cute. And mm-hmm. by unpacking things in each home you kind of bit by bit learn about the character and their story oh, without okay. ever having to see them or interact with them okay um, and it's really cute and fun and chill anyone can play it it's very okay. relaxing um and i like it a lot and it's interesting because i hate unpacking in real life right that's I what i was it. saying i was like i don't even like unpacking in real life matt i don't want to play <laughs> this game but he didn't say the part about you know learning a bit by the person that whose home you're unpacking as you play it so now i'm seeing the appeal to it yeah because it's like you're going from them i like when they're a kid to when they start dating oh okay oh that sounds fun all right and the other game is called grow Song of the Evertree, and it is basically uh, another sort of life management sim, a lot like uh, Animal Crossing, but with more like magic and animal friends. And yeah, you build worlds in a big magic tree and you tend to the worlds and gather materials and crops, make friends, give them jobs, build a town, all of the above create your own character and stuff and it's fun and whimsical and it makes me think of animal crossing with being something new that's not animal crossing because i also dived back into animal crossing and was like okay all of these updates this is great i'm a little overwhelmed but also Uh i finished this my island is five stars i don't know how much more i want to change to it yeah me too but i like getting i like getting all the accomplishments too yeah, like I like getting all the little rewards and stuff. That's why I went for a hundred percent completion on Breath of the Wild because I yes. am that kind of ridiculous. Because you're a real person. gamer. <clears throat> oh yes, that's right. I'm a real yeah. gamer. Yeah. So what is this called? Grow the who? 
Grow, Song of the Evertree. It is available on PlayStation, Nintendo, Xbox, and Microsoft Windows. And Unpacking is available on... Well, I'm playing it on the Switch. But I think it's available on Steam and Xbox and Mac as well and Windows. I was going to say, it's on that whatever subscription thing you were talking about. Because that's what Matt said. He was playing it. Yeah, it's fun. Which I think is a PlayStation thing. So. Go enjoy, the, try them out, guys. Let me know what you think. I think that you will like them if you're someone that wants some chill, fun, colorful vibes that make you uh, forget about how trash the world is. You know, mm. all destined to turn into dust and fall into the sun. Okay. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> Let's play these damn games. Take care of yourselves, and we'll see y'all next week.